The following program is produced by Rosado Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. I am pleased to be with you today on a very nice fall day in my favorite state of the country. Why is it my favorite state of the country? Well, first of all, I live here. But second of all, it's so close to California. It's like living in two states at the same time, but actually conducting business in the most preferable of the two states. Lots of people from California are asking us about opportunities for investing in real estate, not only in northern Nevada, but in all of Nevada. We have a lot of advantages to doing business in our fair state. And if you have not yet thought about buying investment property, maybe today is the day. We have a roundtable of experts in the studio who talk about just that, like we do. First of all, we have Dave Washburn. Dave is a hard money lender at Socotra Capital. Thank you, Peter. I'm excited to be here today and get a chance to chat with you about the private money loans that we offer here at Socotra Capital. You know, a nice thing about the real estate business, Dave, is there's always business. It seems like every day somebody's wanting to cut a deal, somebody's seen a great opportunity on real estate, and we have to be ready. You guys seem like you're ready 24-7. That's right. We are that red button on the phone. People push <laughs> it and call us in case of emergency, and we're more than happy to answer and move at our uh, quickest pace possible to get in there and help folks uh, buy those investment mm-hmm. properties. People want hard money because they need to close a deal quickly. Later on the show, I want you to talk to us about some scenarios that people might have where hard money would come into play and help them out. I look forward to it, Peter. Thank you. We have a, an institutional lender with us in the studio. He's helping a lot of people get into their homes, first-time home buyers, refi, move-up buyers. They're talking to Lucar at Summit Funding. Thanks very much, Peter. It's great to be here. Uh, another fantastic day in northern Nevada. Know it. Uh, you weren't here for the last two shows, I believe, because you were busy closing deals. That's correct, yes, and learning the new systems. We have lots of new systems in our business these days. Really, you know, I think they do that. It's kind of like an expiration date on milk. It's only good for so long, and then you got to go get a new one or get it updated. And all this time, I thought it was just an aptitude <laughs> test to make sure we could keep up with the changes. If you can keep up with the changes, maybe you can still do loans. You are on the lending side, but you talk to a lot of real estate professionals yourself, Lou, and I'm hearing things about the prices of homes somewhat flattening out, in fact, even trending down a bit. I think it's in pockets more or less. I, I don't know that it's the the entire marketplace. And, and you know, maybe it's a little bit of fallout from, from the euphoria of Tesla mm-hmm. and all the companies coming to town. Um, but yeah, it, I have been hearing that probably for about the last four weeks or so. Mm-hmm. That Tesla announcement was, what, maybe a year ago, six months ago? Well, not quite a year, right? Yeah, I'm still not driving a Tesla. I think when I start driving a Tesla, that's when it's really going to hit. It'll hit home. Well, that's why, that's why I moved to Nevada. I understand we each get a free one. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah that was part of bringing benefit. them here. Uh, well, Alaska has nothing on us now, do they? Right, right. <laughs> get in line. You might have to go to one of the local casinos and, well, that's and uh, right. get in the contest. <laughs> got it, got it. <laughs> also with us today is a business service advisor with United 
Federal Credit Union. His name is Warren Heinrich. Welcome to the show, Warren. Well, thank you, Peter. Thank you for having me today. Business Service Advisor is kind of an unusual name, but what I do is the commercial lending for United Federal Credit Union as we expand in northern Nevada. Let us and our listeners know, in general, what you focus on. We focus on anything from small business lending to to larger loans, up to probably about five to seven million dollars. I can do SBA seven A, SBA five hundred four lending, and you know the SBA has been quite popular, and of course conventional. I also sit on an organization that does multifamily housing mm-hmm. in the area, so I can also do multifamily housing. Hmm, interesting. So I have been hearing about the SBA lending for businesses for a long time. In fact, I had an SBA loan myself about 20 years ago when I launched my first business. It's very exciting. I think of the SBA lending loan system kind of like FHA in the sense that it is a government-backed program. There's an entity of the government involved, but it makes loans available at very low interest rates and really very little low, uh, very low rather uh, loan-to-value or debt-to-income ratios. Tell us about that. Banks like the SBA lending these days because, as you know, interest rates have dropped and are on low on an historical standard. And so that shrinks the margins down that banks and credit unions are earning. So they can turn to the, the government for that guarantee, and that reduces the amount of capitalization that they have to have, and that increases their margin. So mm-hmm. it makes it more likely that the bank or credit union is going to make that loan. Mm-hmm. It's also a good indication of where the economy is going. And you know, with all the talk about technology and the new businesses, the new jobs that are supposedly coming to northern Nevada, and I do believe they're coming because the folks at Tesla say so, and all the photos say so, and the news reports say so. Is that having an impact on people coming to you? Or do you hear people talking about that when they come to you and say, I want some dough to get into business or to expand my business? That's happening on a day-to-day basis. What we're seeing is the people who are living here in northern Nevada, they're seeing all the success and the growth, and they would like to be part of that. So mm-hmm. I'm seeing more and more small small business applications, some using the SBA 7A program, the 504, and some doing conventional. Some are buying multifamily. Some want to are very successful at being an employee of a certain type of business and realize they can probably do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so they're coming to me on a – I'm seeing them weekly coming and can you do a startup loan. And so I'll work with the Small Business Development Center at UNR and through the SBA 7A to try to put together a package, a business plan with them, and make that happen. This is Peter Padilla. I'm your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio, and we are talking about business loans today along with our usual fare of real estate and investment loans. In the studio with me, three outstanding guests. Lou Carr is with us from Summit Funding. We also have Dave Washburn. He is a hard money lender at Scotch Capital. And our special guest, Warren Heinrich. He's with United Federal Credit Union. Warren, when I think about credit unions, I think about my savings account. I mean, it doesn't, I, I had no idea until recently that you guys really focused on these kinds of business loans. Is this something that you all have started recently or have you done it for a while? The core of, it, of credit unions is consumer lending and consumer deposits and services. But, you know, when the banks and the economy dropped back in 2008 or so, the, the credit unions started to fill in a niche. So we, they saw an eddy in the market and started more aggressively into business lending at that point in time, actually. When banks started backing away from commercial investment properties, credit unions were able to step in and fill in some of that that gap, mm-hmm. in that vacuum, so to speak. And we continue on that, and it's diversifying our portfolio as well. Yeah. So credit unions, I also hear about 
the work they do with things like car loans. So one of the car loans I had a few years back was with a credit union because they had great rates. So I was told even by the car salesman that I was talking to that credit unions at this time, he said, this was a few years ago, have the best rates of all. When you come, go to all the banks, you look at credit unions. When it comes to a business loan, how does that compare? Are they all pretty comparable or is there an advantage with a credit union? Rate-wise for credit union commercial lending, we take an individual risk rating approach to that. Mm-hmm. So we will, we'll collect your three years of tax returns, financial statements, and so forth, and I will custom price each particular deal. If you need a lower rate that matches your risk and return, then I have the ability to go to our senior management and ask for a special special pricing, special term in order to better compete because we recognize you're not just an applicant, you're a member of the credit union, and that makes you an owner. Lou Carr, you're a lender in Summit Funding's operation. You guys do up to four units. So when somebody wants to buy a sixplex or an eight-unit apartment building or something, you have to refer that kind of business. Is that correct? Yes, that is absolutely correct. Yeah, we go up to one to four residential, mm-hmm. and we'll occasionally do a piece of property that might have, uh, you know, let's say it's it's close to downtown. It might have a portion of the property that's commercial, mm-hmm. maybe under twenty five percent, under fifteen percent. We might entertain that, but once the property starts becoming over about 25% commercial, we need, we refer that out elsewhere. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in my former life, I used to have to do that same kind of thing. And I have some really – I remember the scenarios like if it was yesterday when people would come to me with these interesting challenges and I couldn't help them. So I want to share them with you, Warren, when we come back from this commercial break to see how you would handle these kind of deals. Does that sound good? I'll do it. Thank you. All right. We will be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. This is Warren Heinrich from United Federal Credit Union. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he's sharing the information of local professionals in the market to help fellow real estate professionals, investment, owner-occupied, and residential. Street Smarts on the house. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Is it that time of year to make an appointment? Are you in the market for a mammogram? Instead of a mammogram, why not consider making an appointment for a thermogram? Thermograms are the modern, safe alternative to a mammogram. By mapping known thermal changes in the breast tissue that occur when disease is present, a very early detection can be noted and addressed. This breast screening method is totally safe at any age for any type or condition of the breast. And best of all, it is painless, does not involve any breast compression, no physical contact, and no radiation exposure. A certified medical trainer specialist can determine the abnormal changes in a woman's breast. Thermography is not a standalone examination. Along with your physician's direction, the proper secondary screening can be determined should the thermal image indicate a problem. For a free consultation on whether or not this is the right choice for you, call Thermal Imaging Consultants today, 356-0200. That's 356-0200. Or check them out on the web at thermogramexam.com. 
This is Melissa Palangi from King Bee Construction. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he's always bringing experts together. Peter Padilla is a marketing expert. You're tuned in to KFOY 1060 AM radio. And this is Peter Padilla. I'm your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Enjoy my conversation every week talking with industry experts about my favorite subject, real estate for investment purposes. You can make a lot of great money when you talk about investing in real estate. One of the persons that I talked to recently about making great money in real estate, I met him at the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. This gentleman has been investing in real estate for almost 40 years. He started in his late 20s and he bought a primary residence. His plan was that every five years he would refinance that primary residence, take out as much cash as he could, and then buy a new primary residence. But he wasn't going to sell that old residence. No, he was going to turn it into a rental property, and he did that. And he now is approaching 65 years old. He owns 10 properties. Actually, he just recently sold one. He's down to nine. But his goal now is to sell a property every year. His net worth is incredible, unbelievable that this man has so much net worth. And he's now starting to liquidate and take advantage of what he invested in in his 20s. I encourage all young people, all millennials, to chat with us about investing in real estate so that you can get started and create a fantastic future for yourself and for your family. All you have to do is give us a call. You can call Nevada Real Estate Radio, 775-223-3428. That's Street Smarts on the house. That's right. No charge to you to get started on finding out what it takes to be a great real estate investor. One of the things that you'll hear is that you have to have great connections, and that's what we have at our radio show. Today is no different. Dave Washburn is with us, and he's a hard money lender at Socotra Capital. Dave, you were at that meeting that we attended and are talking about with the investors group? You know, I come from a long real estate background. My dad was a real estate attorney. I got started at 21 years old with my first rental. So it was uh, interesting to sort of go forward in time and see that uh, what happens once you've been able to manage those properties and build that nest egg and and what that appreciation looks like over time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really amazing. I, I looked at my neighbor and I said, why didn't I do that, you know? And I didn't. I didn't get started. But, you know, the, the fun thing is that it's really not too late ever because, let's face it, we're all living longer. We're enjoying life more. And that means more opportunities down the road. They're not making any more land. They are building some houses, but not making any more land. So the benefits of home ownership or owning investment property, I think, are going to continue to get better and better. Yeah, that was clear to me. The other thing that I thought that was really well done was he showed sort of on a graph where he was buying. And you think of sort of people getting wealthy in real estate and, wow, they must have had this incredible timing and bought at the bottom and sold at the top. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they must have had this crystal ball that they're not sharing with anybody else. And the reality is that's not how it worked for him. He made some great buys, some okay buys, but he stuck with the plan and he kept things rolling. And so it really reassured me that uh, if you find something that works for yourself, if you make sure to negotiate a good price, if you manage them effectively – you can you know, work through some of those speed bumps that the market's going to throw at you, whether it's the Fed raising rates or inventory being tied or you know, a, a new company coming to town or leaving town. And if you stay on top of it and manage it correctly, that uh, you can ride those things out and do well for yourself. That was pretty fantastic to see that. He drew a chart up on the big whiteboard, 
and it showed the big curve up from 1980 and then down in the 90s and then way up in the early 2000s and then way down in 2012. And now we're in a rising market again. And he pointed out where he bought the different houses. And he always seemed to be buying when the market was heading to the top. He said you can do it either way, but the fact is you have to go through cycles so that you can take advantage of those upswings. And he did point out he never really bought at the bottom. He never got any incredible deals. He just thought he bought a decent property that he would live in himself if he needed to, but that he really looked to see would it cash flow. And his cash flow is amazing. You know, Once you get 10 houses going, it was really a, an incredible thing to see. I like the part where he said, at this point, this renter paid off my house. And at this point, this other renter paid off for this house. It was really neat to see that happen because you really get you – know, you have people working for, for you when you own that kind of a business. Your renters are actually working for you. Yeah, the way he put it is who else in the room has folks adding 3000 a month to their net worth? Because that's what he had calculated mm-hmm. his principal pay down was uh, on the various notes that he had. So mm-hmm. that was without factoring in appreciation. That was without factoring in uh, – you know. Any of the other benefits, the tax benefits, the write-offs, etc. Just if nothing changes, this mm-hmm. is how much they are adding to my net worth every month. And so you think about it that way and you're like, wow, yeah, it's actually a decent paying little job. People don't get emotionally attached as much to investment property as they do to primary residence. But when you're that close, when it's your first investment property, there's still a lot of emotion there. And he demonstrated that by talking about a situation where his wife was really upset when they had to clean up a home that had just been vacated by one of their renters, and it was going to take several thousand dollars to clean it up and getting it going again. But what he said was once you got through it and it didn't take that long, as long as they remained committed to what they were doing and the kind of business they had, they would recover and they did quickly. Now they can start enjoying the fruits of their labor. So to me, the big secret that he talked about, which he didn't really talk about, was that he had a spouse that was very supportive and was interested in the same kind of world. That is what I think you need. You need to have support, whether it's from your spouse, from a friend, a relative, a partner, or good business connections. Yeah, and and there's more than one way to get that support and network at the real estate club. You know, where we were getting that information, the radio show here, talking to your realtor, your lender, etc. doesn't always have to be the spouse, but uh, there are other resources out there. And there's a lot of information. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us who have been in this game, you know, decade plus uh, have made the mistakes. And, mm-hmm. and you'll be free to get that information from us and hopefully save you some of the grief along the way. And, you know, Dave, I didn't realize until I was just thinking about it a minute ago. As you were chatting, we actually have three lenders in the studio. I sure didn't get some cash from one of you guys. <laughs> Probably not. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You all have your requirements. Hard money is a real specialty. It used to be that people thought about hard money and they think, well, that must be some guy named Guido that pulls up in a big black limousine or it's maybe money that isn't really trackable and, and maybe there's a little bit of a reason maybe not to go toward hard money. But for the benefit of our listeners – Talk to the requirements that hard money lenders have to have in their place if they're going to do business in our state. Yeah, I, I like to tell people it's the original peer-to-peer lending, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to put it in the speak of the millennials. I've got a national uh, mortgage license 
I've got a state license through the MLD. We uh, have to be bonded and insured. So there's a lot uh, of background checks and everything that, that go on. You have to get uh, your fingerprints taken, et cetera, et cetera. So it's now uh, heavily monitored and, and regulated. Uh, they've put in countless uh, regulations and, and uh, tests and continuing mm-hmm. education every year uh, since the crash. You know, it's getting more mainstream is what it sounds like to me because it's being looked at more closely not only by consumers but actually by those entities in our federal government that are designed to offer some protection to borrowers. Yeah, well, one of the things they said is, hey, look, these high interest rate adjustable loans, which uh, at the times were being offered by banks and, uh, you know, mortgage brokers, mm-hmm. the adjustable rate, you know, 5-1 arms, 7-1 arms, things like that, those were uh, identified as one of the problem areas and so they – cast a wide net on anything that would or potentially could fall into those adjustable rate mortgages or what they call high interest rate mortgages. And of course, we fall in that. And so that regulation and cleaning up that industry uh, involved us as well Mm -hmm. as the mortgage brokers Mm -hmm. and the banks. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, and I am your host talking with industry experts about investing in real estate. A lot of times we're talking about investing in homes or investing in an apartment, a duplex, a condo. But today we have a gentleman in the studio that specializes in helping businesses with their loans for real estate. Warren Heinrich is with us, and he is with United Federal Credit Union. Warren, I hope you are enjoying being on the show today. It's been a nice experience. Love love having a chat, and thanks for the invite. Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes we can put out a lot of great information just by letting people ask us a few questions. It's funny what people, you know, people have on their minds about our business. Many times I have found it's not what I have on my mind about the business. They want to ask other things. In fact, I noted that while we were in the commercial break this last time, you were talking with Lou Carr. Lou, you guys were chatting about interest rates. I know we don't like to talk about general interest, uh, rather specific interest rates because they're changing all the time. But give us an idea. What is the general ratio like when we're talking about business loans compared to the residential loans are they way off? Are they relatively close? What is the what does it look like for business lending? You know, we we look at each individual deal separately, so I can't quote you a standard price for let's say thirty year money or twenty year money. Mm. I take a look at your return, your tax returns, your statements, and so forth. But for commercial real estate, for creating a general range of l- lending rates, I'm seeing out there anywhere from. Mid fours to low sixes, and again, that depends upon your risk, your risk rating, and your overall relationship with the credit union. So they're they're really not that far off. They're relatively close, really, when you look at the big picture to what a what a primary residence rate is. Yes, and you know and that's p- traditionally banks and credit unions, and that's where I work in the credit union industry. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not looking for the, the the super high risk. We're looking for somebody with a little bit of a track record. Yeah. We're looking for or the unique knowledge in that industry, mm-hmm. even if it's a new business owner. And mm-hmm. so the the rates tend to be on the lower side mm-hmm. because we're not looking. We're not venture capital. Do you do you uh, go through the same general process that a uh, residential home lender like Lucart Summit Funding goes through when you have a client come in? Do you need to look at all the taxes? I know you mentioned three years taxes, but do you go through? Um, pay stubs? Do you do tax transcripts? Do you do credit report? Is it all pretty much that detailed as well? It's similar, but a little, but a little bit different. We will look. Some home lenders can lend on a more of an AGI basis, but we are 
we are a cash flow lender, mm-hmm. so I will do what's called Buker tax analysis to see what your cash flow is from your personal tax returns. Uh-huh. But yes, I'll pull a FICO score. I'll pull a Dun & Bradstreet on a business to see how the business performs out in the market. And then mm-hmm. personal business tax returns. And then, of course, your other items come in, your environmental questionnaires if you're for the real estate and and so forth and so on. So yeah. similar but but a little bit different. You know, there's a lot of housing shortage in the residential market in northern Nevada and a lot of places across the country. And people need to use entities like Socotra Capital because they got to close on a deal quickly. It's a opportunity that has a very short window. Does the same thing happen when businesses are being sold? Are there sometimes like shortages or demands for certain kinds of businesses or is it a more lengthy process in general? I think you have a little bit of both. I'll give you an example of multifamily housing. I've seen two different scenarios lately for people applying for loans or inquiring about loans with the United Federal Credit Union. I've had a a borrower with a lot of experience, and he's actually backing out from buying multifamily housing because he thinks they're overpriced and he can't find anything but a something that really needs a lot of maintenance and work on it. Mm-hmm. And he's going to wait till prices dip. Uh, on the other hand, you have somebody who has a contractor contracting background, so they can go in and do the sweat equity. Mm-hmm. That type of uh, an individual is somebody that I can work with, even in, with the current multifamily market, because cap rates are pretty low on a lot of the pro- a lot of the projects out there. Mm-hmm. But you, again, you have that specific knowledge, you get a good eye for the market that you're in, and you have the ability to put in that sweat equity. And then I'd be happy to join with you and help help you do the financing for that. Dave Washburn, Scotia Capital, hard money lender. For us, uh, when we use the term business purpose, we mean not owner-occupied. We do and we are governed by the Department of Real Estate, and so all of our loans have to be secured by an APN. I can't just give a you know, $40,000 uh, loan for somebody for inventory or payroll. If I give that $40,000 loan, it has to be secured by real estate. Got it. Uh, so that would be uh, perhaps one area where we would <coughs> differ and where uh, folks would, would look to use a credit union mm-hmm. uh, for, for some of those shorter-term money needs. The best way to reach me is 775-420-4990. All right. We've got your information up on our website, too, nevadarealestateradio.com. That way people can find you easily if they need to get that deal going quickly. I look forward to chatting with them. We have more conversation with our other in-studio guests, and I've got some scenarios for our business financing lender from United Federal Credit Union. We'll be back. This is Shanna Roski from North American Title. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he cares about our community and helping businesses in our area. Peter Padilla is a fantastic person. Thank you, Peter. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Is it that time of year to make an appointment? 
Are you in the market for a mammogram? Instead of a mammogram, why not consider making an appointment for a thermogram? Thermograms are the modern, safe alternative to a mammogram. By mapping known thermal changes in the breast tissue that occur when disease is present, a very early detection can be noted and addressed. This breast screening method is totally safe at any age for any type or condition of the breast. And best of all, it is painless, does not involve any breast compression, no physical contact, and no radiation exposure. A certified medical trainer specialist can determine the abnormal changes in a woman's breast. Thermography is not a standalone examination. Along with your physician's direction, the proper secondary screening can be determined should the thermal image indicate a problem. For a free consultation on whether or not this is the right choice for you, call Thermal Imaging Consultants today, 356-0200. That's 356-0200. Or check them out on the web at thermogramexam.com. I'm Brian Cassidy, owner of Junk King Reno. We know you like a clean house and a clean yard, but sometimes things are too big, too heavy, or too much. That's when you should call us Junk King Reno. We're the professionals in the junk and rubbish removal business. Our team comes to your home to pick up what you need to dispose of. You don't need to gather it and haul it to the curb. We recycle and donate everything possible before we visit a landfill. We're fully insured and bonded. Call Junk King Reno, 888-888-JUNK. Junk King Reno, locally owned and operated. This is Angie Salcido, Credit Repair Manager at Epic Credit Solutions. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla right here on KFOY 1060 AM. Street smarts on the house. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Very happy to be with you today talking with in-studio guests about real estate and real estate for investors. We have a number of guests and sponsors that stop in on a regular basis, but they can't always be here. One of them that can't be here today is Alan Zane. Alan Zane is the broker and owner of Atlas Red Real Estate here in northern Nevada. Alan is one of the most creative individuals I know because I've seen him do some wonderful things with his clients when they're looking to buy investment property. It's not a quick process to get out and about and talk about your needs. Alan is a great person because he listens and then takes action. He's helped many people that I know find great deals in investment real estate properties of all types. You definitely want to get a hold of Alan Zane at Atlas Red Realty if you need a great real estate professional to help you find that right property. Call him at 775-393-9639. Alan Zane from Atlas Red Realty. In the studio with me today, I have three outstanding guests. Dave Washburn is with us. He's a mortgage – actually, he's a hard money lender at Socotra Capital. Also with us in the studio, Warren Heinrich, and he is the business service advisor, a commercial lender at United Federal Credit Union. And rounding out the table is Lou Carr. Lou is the branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. Lou, you're a mortgage lender yourself. You're closing deals pretty often, it sounds like, from all of the activity that you talked to me about. Is this housing shortage slowing things down for you guys, or are you continuing to roll? No, we're uh, continuing to stay very busy. Uh, I would say um, 2015 has been probably one of the best years ever for for the folks that I work with, for myself, a lot of my uh, a lot of my coworkers at Summit Funding. Mm-hmm. So you guys are doing primary residence, second homes, investment homes, but you're limited up to four units. Why don't you talk to us about what that means? How, why it is, and and, and what 
Well, we're we're residential lenders, so we typically are going to do financing on property that that someone would live in. So mm-hmm. uh, let's just say there's a two-unit or three-unit or four-unit property. You could actually buy that as a primary residence and get uh, institutional financing, conventional loans. FHA will do four-unit and VA will do a four-unit property too, as long as you're living in those. So um, you talked a little bit earlier about a, an individual who uh, developed a game plan where he's every five years he's going to buy a primary residence and he's going to retain that property. Um, the the type of financing Summit Funding does is exactly that type of financing. It would work. Uh, it would be a fantastic way to do that. Interest rates are are extremely good. Some of the programs are getting more and more creative as we go along. So. Um, we're a great vehicle to help you purchase your your primary residence or a second home or an investment property, perhaps. So talk to us a little bit more about the four-unit property. So for the benefit of our listeners that they don't own a home right now, you said that if you buy a four-unit property, you can get a primary residence loan through you, Summit Funding, but you have to live in the property. Do you have to live in all four units? <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be tricky, though. Maybe it'd be comfortable. <laughs> I don't know. All at a yeah, couple of doors. <laughs> there you go. Some, some manholes. So give us a deal. Um, okay. So, so you need a place to live and you'd like to buy a home. Um, you could get FHA financing, as an example, and put as little as 3.5% down. You, um, I, I always recommend that you incorporate the, the services of a real estate agent because they keep their finger on the pulse when it comes to the local market, mm-hmm. what's available to buy. Let's say you found a place, a four-unit property, and you deemed that to be a great place to live and also rent out the other three units. So you put a 3.5% down payment on that home, $300,000 home, you'd be what, Mm $10,500 down payment. You've got some closing costs. You purchase that property and you live in one of the units and you rent out the other three and the rent from those three units would probably for the most part, offset your mortgage payment. So you could essentially live there free if all the numbers line up, if you get enough rent from the other three properties. Well, that's why I love this process and this particular conversation, Lou, is because you're actually able to buy a primary residence that's also an investment property in, and you can all and you're ending up using primary residence money alone to get that investment property. Isn't that really the essence of what you end up with? Yes, that's exactly what you end up with. Yeah, yeah. and and if you take that one step further, and in another one or three or five years, whatever you would like to do, perhaps you want to find a primary residence where it's not in a multiple unit situation. You'd like a little more land or a little bit larger home. Now you could actually purchase another primary residence three years later and move out, rent that fourth unit of your your four-unit property. And, and now 
maybe beyond covering the mortgage payment on that four-unit property, maybe you've got a little extra cash flow Mm -hmm. as income or savings. Maybe you pay down the mortgage a little bit faster so that that four-unit property gets paid off instead of 30 years, maybe in 15 years or 10 years, and then it's clean income. It's pure income. Yeah, And and let me qualify that. Maybe not pure income because you do have some maintenance and some vacancy factor and things like that. But but it's a it's a definitely an asset with an income stream. I believe this deal is so good, Lou, that it's not going to last. Surely the government is going to at some point figure out that people are using FHA money to buy investment properties because that's really what it ends up being. Even if the borrower lives in that unit for a year or two or three, at some point it is going to be investment property. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think it's a great thing. But you know how it is. When something's too good, somebody wants to get in your way. So I think people need to look into this now and find that kind of property. That's a great deal for first-time homebuyers too. It, it really is. And, and quite honestly, I mean if you think about it, most people that want to buy a primary residence are not looking to buy and live in a multiple-unit property. It's not going to have the freedom and the, the space that you're going to have if you go out and buy a – a track home that's you know two thousand square feet with mm-hmm. you know with a, a quarter acre. I mean, you, you're not typically going to get that in a four unit property. So this this loan has been available for years and years. This isn't a new deal, and and quite honestly, our our guidelines don't change that quickly. It's not likely to go away, in my opinion, very soon. It's just that not that many people use it, so mm. it's not being abused at all. Yeah, well, that's good to know. The- Biggest concern, I would think, is the change in interest rates that could happen. Not that the program itself will go away, but that the program will still be there and it won't be the same incredible 30-year fixed starting with a four. Mm-hmm. I agree that's, with that that's what's That's yeah. what's so amazing about today's deal. So right. will they take away the program? I doubt it. Does the program cash flow like Lou just described if you're paying seven and a quarter as right. opposed to four and a quarter? Probably not. And that, to me, is the biggest thing that my generation is missing. They're just staring a gift horse in the mouth because maybe rates went up an eighth of a percent, and they're completely missing this opportunity uh, to lock up a property at an incredible interest rate. Uh, When somebody's offering you fixed-rate money for 30 years and you are 30 years old, (laughs) uh, trust me, you need to jump on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all relative. I bought my first house and interest rates were about 12% on the first mortgage. Unheard of in today's environment. Right. And in those days, we could get second mortgages like I did. I went all the way, get that 16.5% deal going too. Now, instead of doing that, 3.5% down with incredible interest rates. And the other thing is a lot of people don't appreciate the little changes that have gone on behind the scenes. For instance, if you go and get that owner-occupied primary residence purchase money loan, there's no prepayment penalty. You can, in six months, you could win the lottery and pay that thing off. You Mm, could change jobs. You could get promoted and move to Portland. There's any number of outs. They've built it in a way for the consumers from the day that you get your credit pulled to the disclosures to closing the loan to paying it off. It is so consumer-friendly now. People don't really appreciate how much that has changed over the years in the favor of the borrower. Yeah, and you can even sell the home after six months. If somebody wants to buy it and you know things take off in the market or you get transferred, it's not like the old days where you were locked into a deal and 
practically handcuffed right. to the yeah. property. Not anymore. It is. The consumer protection is tremendous. And, and one step farther, Peter, you could sell it in two weeks if you really wanted to. <laughs> really? If you, you know, all it takes is a willing buyer, willing seller. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there are no restrictions on that. Dave, very good point. You have a great team over at Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. Lou, how many people you got working there in that office? Uh, we have eight of us in the office now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's in addition and separate from the Reno office. So Correct. Summit Funding is really continuing to rock on in the mortgage business, not only in Nevada, but all across the country. Yes, absolutely. Um, and the Reno office is relocating right now. Um, to a uh, an office over on Lakeview, I believe. Mm. Uh, so they're in the middle of their move. Um, Summit Funding is out of Sacramento. They are a, a very rapidly growing mortgage banker. Uh, we're, we are not – we are strictly a mortgage banker. We do loans to help people buy homes. We're not in the marketplace to uh, sell checking accounts or credit cards or any, any of the, the uh, uh, other banking type – uh, items. So we're strictly a mortgage banker. We focus on it. And the, the, the boss at Summit Funding is a very driven, motivated individual who is also very consumer uh, consumer aware, consumer friendly. He, he believes in taking care of your customers and, and your customers will in turn take care of you. Great company you're with, Lou, and that's why you're here with us today on Nevada Real Estate Radio. If anybody needs to reach you and talk about getting a mortgage or getting pre-approved so that they can get started, what's the best way? The best way is the end of my cell phone, Uh, text, email, phone call, 775-771-4505. I'm glad to hear that information, Lou. I'm sure people will be calling you. People listening to the show right now probably think we have a stack of cash on the table because I have three lenders with me in the studio. We have Dave Washburn from Socotra Capital, Lou Carr from Summit Funding, and Warren Heinrich. He's the business service advisor at United Federal Credit Union. We're going to talk more with Warren and talk about some scenarios for business loans after this message. This is Alan Zane from Atlas Red Realty. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he actually takes the time to do an interview. Peter Padilla is a longtime friend, mentor, and I love him. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Is it that time of year to make an appointment? Are you in the market for a mammogram? Instead of a mammogram, why not consider making an appointment for a thermogram? Thermograms are the modern, safe alternative to a mammogram. By mapping known thermal changes in the breast tissue that occur when disease is present, a very early detection can be noted and addressed. This breast screening method is totally safe at any age for any type or condition of the breast. And best of all, it is painless, does not involve any breast compression, no physical contact, and no radiation exposure. A certified medical trained 
brain specialist can determine the abnormal changes in a woman's breast. Thermography is not a standalone examination. Along with your physician's direction, the proper secondary screening can be determined should the thermal image indicate a problem. For a free consultation on whether or not this is the right choice for you, call Thermal Imaging Consultants today, 356-0200. That's 356-0200. Or check them out on the web at thermogramexam.com. I'm Brian Cassidy, owner of Junk King Reno. We're the professionals in the junk and rubbish removal business, locally owned and operated. Call Junk King Reno, 888-888-JUNK. Hi, this is Ricky Elkins, realtor at Keller Williams Group One Sparks. I'm on Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Next week, right here on KFOY 1060 AM Radio. Tune in next Wednesday at 1 p.m. for this highly informative program that you won't want to miss. Street Smarts on the house. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm pleased to be with you today at the roundtable of experts talking about real estate and real estate for investors. With me in the studio, three guests. Lou Carr is with us. He's the branch manager of Summit Funding. Dave Washburn is with us. Socotra Capital. He's the vice president of investments and loans. Also with us, Warren Heinrich. He's the business service advisor doing commercial business loans at United Federal Credit Union. Warren, when I invited you, I didn't tell you there were going to be two other lenders in the studio, did I? Oh, you snuck one on me. No, I did. <laughs> the good news is all of you do different kinds of loans. It's funny. People think they can borrow money from just anybody, but you need to go to the right lender to get the right kind of transaction put together. For the benefit of the listeners that maybe tune in halfway through the show, tell us a little bit more about business loans at United Federal Credit Union. Well, Peter, you bring up a good point with the other guests here today in that we're all connected. Mm-hmm. And when residential is doing well, then retail office on the commercial side is doing well. And office space is going to do well at that point. So, you know, we are a member-driven relationship organization. That's what credit unions are all about. That's what United Federal Credit Union is all about. i give you an example of what that really means, but, you know, when the rubber hits the road. We have a large a member down in the – large customer down in the Minden-Gardnerville area, and – he needed some financing on a piece of property down there. We were able to do that on a commercial building. He's been very successful. The equity in that property has grown. We have been able to do a line of credit for him secured by that, by the equity in that property. So that has continued to grow on that. And what's unique about the credit union is that once you are in our footprint, if you have a family member or you're expanding out into another state, let's say California, Texas, wherever your business is being driven to because you have a footprint here, I can help you. I can help a family member in that other state or area. We've always talked on our radio show about the importance of doing business with people that you know, that you like, and that you trust. I got a call from India last week. Some guy wanted to sell me some work on my website. And it's just unbelievable that I would – or anybody would entrust such a big part of their life, their business, to somebody that they've never met that's even in a different country. Being in the local area is something I'm sure that's providing a lot of security, Warren, when your clients come to talk to you and they're talking about a you know, million-dollar deal or more. It still is, and it's still commercial lending is still part art. It's part art, part science, and so part of that is the face-to-face and developing a trust as, as well as the financial numbers. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's still a very important 
part of what we do. I was reading on your bio that you've got 20 years of experience helping people with business needs, and a lot of it is from here in northern Nevada. I understand that you're quite the skier as well. You enjoy getting on those long boards? That's that's the love of my life as far as sport <laughs> is concerned. I yep. backcountry skiing, both telemark and and at the resort, Mount Rose, mm-hmm. season pass holder, and and the local track system. So, in fact, I was just down in Mammoth hiking with a couple of friends this past weekend, and we're yeah. we're looking at the snow. Oh, that's so, wonderful! But that's a beautiful area about Tahoe as well here in northern Nevada, and that's I think that's a big plus and why a lot of people ultimately, you know, move here, mm-hmm. buy houses here, um, buy businesses here. Yeah, when I read your bio too, I found that that we had a lot in common because. Although you're a big guy, I don't want people to get the wrong impression. You are a buffalo. Colorado buffalo. That's right. (laughs) Graduated class of 89. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, I'm a native of Colorado and uh, just had a wonderful time attending school in Boulder as well and learned to ski in Colorado. Same for you probably. Uh, It's so nice to be in northern Nevada because it's very reminiscent to me of Colorado. There are a lot of similarities. A lot of similarities, and yet a bit more of a high desert climate here. Yeah. And what got me here in Reno in the first place is my parents actually came out about three years prior, invited me to take a look around. I took a hike up at Mount Talak, loved the area, uh-huh. and found myself and worked for First Interstate Bank in their C&I division, doing their commercial underwriting for mm-hmm. a lot of the large clients here in northern Nevada. With all these years of experience, one of my favorite things in real estate is that it's it's changing. There's always something new coming out. Is there something you can share with the listeners uh, that you guys have, a new product, something you're doing to adapt to the market uh, that's new this quarter or new this year? You know, it, it's it's the knowledge that we've talked about here on the show today and looking around and seeing what residential is doing, whether it's you know median, is median values of, of the housing and median incomes of families. How are they, how are they sitting? So it's it's really about bringing in that knowledge and having a conversation face to face with those with the prospect and sometimes that people need to be reassured or of, of their idea or maybe toned down a little bit uh, maybe they're overexcited with all the the news of all of all the growth that's going on so maybe you offer so, a kind of a non-emotional kind of viewpoint to what they're looking a, for a consultation and also creating a roadmap that may be something you don't get from every financial institution i just if i don't like a deal i'm just not going to say you know it's sorry can't do it bye i'm going to sit down and say you've got some strong points here and i think if you do this that or meet with this organization get a better business plan i'm going to create a roadmap for a client when they come and see me and that way they can it's not just a you know, a decline it's a it's a here's how we can get it done, but maybe not right now. I think we deal with that same thing in in uh, my end of institutional residential lending, and I think that's a big fear that people have is that they'll approach a lender and you know they're gonna they're gonna bear their financial soul, and they're afraid that that lender is just gonna you know say no. I mean that's the biggest fear, but. That's one of the important things, I, I, Warren. I think you hit the nail on the head. Is that if you um, give them a specific plan to reach your goal, um, 
then they can really it becomes tangible to them you know i do a i do b i do c and you know and then you can also be there to consult with them maybe they're if they've accomplished a and they're working on b and they're having trouble they can come back to you i think that's a very valuable thing that you can that you can add to whatever type of lending i have people that that i i've counseled with just this last week that said nobody ever told me before exactly what to do to get there and so i think that's important no matter what type of lending you're in thank you lou you know the other part of that is i deal a lot with the area's professionals the doctors dentists cpas and attorneys as well and you know when they're trying to refinance or finance a practice purchase so that's very interesting. You know, that involves sometimes an office, and that's usually the best time to do that when they're actually buying an office and want to finance or refinance their practice because you can wrap a collateral package around that, and that's where that real estate comes into, into play. I'd like to hear that because I've got a dentist appointment coming up, and I want to make sure my dentist is in a great mood when I get that tooth pulled. You better for those root canals. <laughs> you, you, you don't want him to practice? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. I want the real stuff. Warren, I've got a scenario for you. So in my former life, I was a mortgage lender, and I lost a deal once because my borrower was wanting to buy a home in uh, Sparks, Nevada. It was right in the downtown area. But the zoning had changed to mixed use. And even though the home was a home, it was a house, it was a house, but with this mixed-use situation, we couldn't get him a residential loan. Is this something that I could have sent my client to you and maybe you could have helped him out with a commercial loan of some site? If they're going to buy the property and put it in a business name, an LLC, a subchapter S, then that does fall into my mm-hmm. my area of expertise. And I would take a look at it and, you know, again, get the financials, find out about the, who he's renting it to what that lease is, and approach it like a piece of commercial real estate. You know, even though they weren't interested in getting into the commercial business, maybe they would have if they found out that they had that option. That's a great thing to know. Lou, had any interesting scenarios yourself where a commercial lender maybe could have helped your client out? I, I absolutely did earlier this year. I mean, it's it's very interesting to hear that. So if they were to purchase that piece of property and immediately insert it into an LLC, that just opens up your eyes to potential there. That's correct. Yeah, okay. I did have one where exact same situation. The the property was very close to a busy commercial road. The the um uh, the zoning was commercial, but it was primarily – it was a residential property that had been used as a commercial property over the course of the last year or two. Uh, and, and our underwriters would not do that loan. Yeah, so those folks actually moved on to another piece of property. It it caused them to think about do we really want to live there because mm-hmm. this was a younger couple and they had a you know a growing family and – and you know the streets and all that kind of gave them a little bit of a scare, but but yeah, there are situations like that where where we have trouble with it. Well, we have an expert that can help us out with those kinds of challenges for ourselves and for our listeners too. Warren Heinrich, he's the business service advisor at United Federal Credit Union. We have a lot more questions for you, Warren, but unfortunately, time is short. We'd love to maybe have you come back sometime down the road if you're interested. That would be wonderful. Love to do it. In the meantime, give us your best contact information in case anybody wants to reach out to you for a business loan, an SBA loan at the credit union. Absolutely. Thank you, Peter. I can be reached at 775-329-6673, extension 5970. Lou, it was great to have you here as well, too, on the radio show. Hope uh, you can come back to visit with us before too long. Talk to us more 
about the work you do at Summit Funding. I would love to, Peter. Hi, this is Lou Carr, branch manager at Summit Funding Incorporated in Sparks, Nevada. My office phone number is 775-626-0775. My cell number is 775-771-4505. Our address is 5931 South Los Altos Parkway, Suite 105 in beautiful Sparks, Nevada, 89436. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. And my NMLS number is 258750. My email address is lcarr at summitf. U-N-D-I-N-G dot net. That's LCAR at summitfunding.net. I do loans in California and Nevada, and we are an equal housing lender. This is Lou Carr at Summit Funding, Inc. Call or text 775-771-4505. Thank you very much for having me on the air. I say this every time the show ends been in this business a long time, and yet I learn more every time I'm here. So thanks for having me. You're very welcome, Lou. Thank you, too. Also, Dave Washburn from Sakoch Capital, hard money lender. Dave, it was great to see you here today. Looking forward to next time, too. Thank you, Peter, and looking forward to hearing from your guests on any of their private money needs or those folks out there listening as well. Awesome. We've got all of our contact information on the website, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Hope to see you next time, Dave. Look forward to it. She couldn't be with us here today, Sherry Hill from Sage International, but she wanted to make sure we said hello for her. Sherry is doing some fantastic work at Sage International, helping people incorporate their businesses, and that includes a lot of real estate investors. You really need to have a level of protection between yourself and the world of attorneys. Frivolous lawsuits is what we're talking about. You can avoid them or avoid the impact, big impact. If you are only a sole proprietor, call Sherry Hill and talk to her about incorporating your investment business. Reach out to her, 1-800-254-5779. Tell her Peter sent you. We'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. We're on the air again next week, same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.